0: Welcome to The Fifth Estate. They bring you the story, we bring you the truth. The Fifth Estate is the news behind the headlines, holding those in power in check. And now, with the real story, here's Cameron Blewett. Good evening, Victoria. Thank you for joining me here on this... uh, What is it, episode 94... Um, ...of the 5th Estate Podcast for Tuesday, the 3rd of January, 2023. Um, Getting back into the swing of things, I know I promised the last one... ...that I was coming back to regular programming... ...though as is always the case, as soon as you say something... ...life gets in the way. Um, Had a bit of a bad dose of, uh, of hay fever and it was all yucky... And on all that sort of stuff, so I didn't didn't feel the best in, in recording that. Now, yes, I know there are drugs and all that sort of stuff that you can take for it. Um, I prefer not to take them unless it's absolutely necessary and it just happened that I was fine during the day, uh, sit down in my little uh, dingy office where a ray of sunshine or, or whatever that is, uh, line from them, uh, what was it? Clancy of the Overflow, um, that line there. Uh, when I sat down to, to record the podcast, it started getting a bit hay feverish and then uh, I got too hot because there's no air con in this room. Uh, and anyway, a whole lot of other stuff is going on. So anyway, here I am back now, uh, starting with this one. Now, uh, kicking this one off, I'm not sure how long this is going to go for, maybe an hour-long rant, it may not be. Uh, but I do want to kick it off with... A Bit of um, uh, what is it? This the discussion about uh, those uh, the, the comments from uh, Victoria, oh, Victoria Police, Queensland Police with regards to the uh, shooting that happened up in uh, what's the name of the suburb? Um we are we bill Biller, uh and all that sort of stuff so queensland police has turned around and said that uh anyone that's a conspiracy theorist should be reported to the police and anyone that has a uh anti-government sentiment uh should be reported to the police and all that sort of stuff so it's um You know, it's one of those things is that, yep, okay, we do that, but then why? I mean, who has um, an anti-government sentiment? Who has a positive view of the police? Who has uh, anything like that? Now, hang on, I'll just see if I can dig up that clip here. Um, I think this is it. See if we can get it if it's anybody out there that knows of someone that might be showing concerning behaviour around, you know, conspiracy theories, anti-government, anti-police, um, conspiracy theories around COVID-19 vaccination, as what we're seeing with the train family, we'd want to know about. We want to know about that. Uh, and you can either contact police directly or, or go through crime CrimeStoppers. So yes, okay. So let, let's start with it. With with. Let's start at the top, conspiracy theories. So what conspiracy theories are there? Now, for those who came in late, the term conspiracy theory was actually coined by the or created by the Central Intelligence Agency in the United States. Now, that was created to discredit those who uh, put out claims or had the view that um, uh, Kennedy, the the president who was assassinated, was uh, he was actually killed by the CIA. So that was put out there as a um, their attempt to discredit uh, rumours that were going around. Now, as history is telling us, now that the CIA actually did have some involvement in the uh, assassination of um, John F. Kennedy, so you know what, I think that anything that is labelled as a conspiracy theory these days, you have to even turn around and say, maybe it's a fact and the fact that it's being labelled as a conspiracy theory is more to distract attention away from that and shift that onto the person to say, oh no, I'm not a conspiracy theorist, this is why I believe it, rather than that. So let's go with conspiracy theories. Okay, obviously I mentioned the first one, that the CIA killed um, JFK. Did they? Well, it was labelled conspiracy theory, but now we're seeing that they potentially did. Uh, it's come out that Harvey um, Oswald and who uh, was it, Jack Ruby, uh, were both had some involvement in the CIA. There, uh, what's another conspiracy theory that the Wu flu started from a lab leak and not the wet market? Well, that's been proven. Uh, well. Or has it? So I believe that, yep, it, it's been <laughs> shown to be a lab leak. That the, let's say that the Wu Flu jab will do nothing for you. Well, that's there. Oh, the Wu Flu jab will kill you. Well, there's been cases of a rise in myocarditis, pericarditis, and all those other um, heart related diseases there. Oh, no, you can't. Um, the, what is it? The QR codes are going to lead to a vaccine passport, which is going to lead to. Uh, some sort of social credit, digital identity, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Well, yes, that's happening. The federal government has a digital identity bill going forward at the moment. Um, the avoidance of using cash is to bring in the central bank digital currency, which is going to be used to further control us. Well, that's been shown to potentially be true as well because the Reserve Bank is going through. Uh, testing of the, their own central bank digital currency and that won't actually be a currency. You won't be able to spend it where you want because your employer and the government will be able to control where you spend it, how long you have to spend it, et cetera, et cetera, which means that essentially it's a digital voucher system. So there's that one. What else shall we go through? Now let's talk about the biggest conspiracy of all and that is that this incident that happened Uh, in Queensland wasn't the way that the corrupt corporate press put it out. So at the time of that, and I'm pretty sure that I did mention that things weren't adding up, why would you get uh, four coppers from two separate stations to go and uh, knock on a door and and jump a locked fence uh, just for a welfare check? Then it comes out that, hey, there was a warrant for one of the guys' arrests, so that's what they were going there for. Then it comes out that... Queensland Police were aware that these people had fire, or one of the individuals was um, uh, had firearms-related uh, incidents. And from what I've been able to read lately is that the warrant for his arrest was actually for the um, incorrect storage of firearms. So there's that. Now, that's conspiracy theories there. Now, let's talk about anti-government. Why should I support the government? Tell me, why should I? Um, Yes, I want to see it all burned down. Um, I'm not actively going to do it. I want to see no government at all. I want to get the government out of my life. I want to be able to live my life without government control. I want to be able to do what I want uh, among other consenting adults without government control. And yet, hey, they're deciding that they can't do that. Case in point... We are looking at in the state of Victoria, uh, there's an e scooter trial that is going on. And the government has decided that, uh, where are we? I've got to pull up the article from the Herald Sun that if you're riding a particular scooter in a particular area, then hey, that's fine, you're allowed to do that. But if you're riding an e scooter of your own, in an area that is outside of that, then you'll get done. You'll get pinged for it. Uh, Where is it? Here we go. Uh, Victoria Police said they will continue to enforce and educate riders on e-scooter rules. Riders are reminded that privately owned e-scooters continue to be prohibited on public roads, bicycle lanes and footpaths, a police spokesman said. Only e-scooters supplied by the approved trial operators in the approved local government areas are permitted for use. So there you go, you can have exactly the same scooter, one's owned by yourself, and one is owned by some entity that the government has got involved with, and the government has turned around and said, no, that's the only one you can ride, you can't ride your own one, so... There you go. Why should I support the government when the government's telling me what I can and cannot ride? Now, if I want to ride a scooter, I should be able to. If I want to ride one without a helmet, I should be able to. Just the same as if you're an adult and you want to go and drink yourself to oblivion, you're allowed to. Just the same as if you want to go and smoke 15 packets a day or 10 packets a day or whatever else you want to do, you're entitled to do that. Your government's not turning around and saying, nope, you can't do that. Yet, this is exactly the same thing that the government did over the last couple of years. If you didn't participate in a therapeutic trial, you weren't allowed to work outside of your home. Now, that is a bit of a distinction there because the government will turn around and say, oh, no, we didn't stop people from working. But what they did is that they just said people can't work outside of their home. Though, what they also did do was was that they stopped other people going and visiting for their friends, their family, they encouraged neighbours to dob on each other, they encouraged all sorts of things. Now, so tell me once again, why should I support the government? Why should I be in favour of the government? Why should I have anything but the utmost contempt for the government? Why should I? You, You tell me why. Oh, because they're there to protect us. Really, protect us from what? They're not. And... Um, what was it? I was going on my rant there. What else was that that, that this person, this copper, said? Uh, do hang on, I'm just scrolling back through this. Uh, we want to know about that. Okay, conspiracy theories around COVID vaccination. Wow, hey, there's evidence coming out that uh, first of all, it didn't neutralise the the. The, the jabs didn't. And the head of uh, Pfizer or whoever else it was has actually come out and said that it doesn't stop you getting it, which we know. So what's the point in getting it in the first place? So that's not a conspiracy theory. That's a conspiracy f- fact. Uh, anti-government, anti-police. Well, I think I've said that. Um, why should I support the police when his Queensland police, for example, um the, the government let's let's talk about the Queensland government there was a uh, woman that was killed in North Lakes by a um, um home invader uh that was known p- to police and was supposedly out on bail for uh a, you know a, a serious assault so that's the thing is that we're supposed to turn around and say, oh, no, that's all right, the police will protect us, the police will save us, the government will save us, the government will protect us. Well, really, they didn't protect her. Why? Because they're too busy piss-farting around, turning around keeping everyone freaking scared and making everyone down, oh, no, there's a conspiracy theorist, let's go and report them to the police. Well, I think the bigger problem was that these people were drug addicts Uh, Well, supposedly, and that's something that was hushed up um, relatively quickly on that one. Uh, There's also rumours going around that uh, the government wanted the land for fracking, etc., etc. So uh, like everything else, we're not going to know. You know, we're not going to know what's happened. We're not going to know the truth or, you know, how things actually happened. Uh, one thing that I can say is that um, the PSR, PSRT, I think it was the PSRT um, that, that went out there, they were went out there to silence them. Now, you know what, I really don't care what you say. Um, this is something that happened in Queensland. I live in Victoria, so I really don't give a whoopty. Um, but once they got involved, these people weren't coming back. Uh, they were there. And... and Oh, but they were firing on police. Well, you know what? Four years ago, I would have said, hey, yes. You know, play stupid games, win stupid prizes. But lately, I'm thinking, no what? No. And I'm not justifying these individuals opening fire on police at all. I'm not excusing that behavior. Um, but it's the thing is that these guys are sitting in a bear cat. Why couldn't they just sit there? Send a negotiator in there. You know? throw a phone in or something and you know to go in there with a bear cat that was there just to serve the purpose was hey yep these guys aren't walking and and they probably knew that too um for that so you know what let's let's have a coronial inquest let's have an open and genuine coronial inquest and actually you know what screw it let's have a royal commission the government likes wasting money on on you know shit that means nothing so let's have a royal commission into this and to see what happened uh, and, and to see why things happened the way that they did, from sending a, a, a probie and, uh, you know, three other coppers in there to jumping a fence and who gave the authorization to jump the fence. Um, if there was a firearms-related, if it was a firearms-related warrant, why did they go in there without adequate support? uh and, and all that sort of stuff there's so many questions there that, that will not be answered by the regime because the government wants to hide it and as i said in the in the past when, it, when this first happened i still believe that this was set up as a distraction from the incompetence of the queensland government's dna testing facilities uh and, and how stuffed that that is because everyone's forgotten about that and everyone's more talking about this now while I'm still talking about this, I um, need to turn around and, and uh, continue with that and say that um, Australian shooters uh, need better representation. The shooters that we have um, are the shooters. The, the, sorry, I'm getting a bit distracted by things that I'm reading here. Um, the representation that we have by all these groups is freaking useless. Um And they're doing nothing to uh, come out and say anything against the regime or or what's going on Uh, with the exception of let's say um, uh, the Shooters Union in uh, Shooters Union of Australia. Um, There tend to be more Queensland, New South Wales folks so not much use for us in Victoria. Uh, they seem to have been putting out by, uh, you know, quite a couple of uh, posts. So there's two here in the last two weeks uh, related to that one. Now, this one is uh, from a week ago. Uh, Uninformed commentators should sit down and be quiet over Queensland tragedy fallout. Uh, Blah, 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 blah. It started with mental health issues, issues, then moved to far-right conspiracy theories. Theorist, and now admits the Queensland Police Service not only knew that Nathaniel Train breached the state border with unregistered firearms, but that a warrant for his arrest has been issued. Uh, QPS was well aware he had firearms and QPS had visited the property at William, B- William Biller uh, multiple times. Uh, um, ch ch there you go, QPS Deputy Commissioner said blah, 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 they were in possession of a warrant to serve on Nathaniel uh, for willful damage and wa- failing to secure firearms. Um, Deputy Commissioner Linford also stated that the failure to properly secure firearms led to Nathaniel's firearm licence being suspended and Gareth Train had a 1998 offence for unlawful, unlawfully possessing a firearm. Um uh, these clear flags show that blah blah had nothing to do with a lack of a national gun registry. Uh, indeed, Mr. Park noticed that the ACIC has publicly stated the National Firearms Information Sharing System is already in existence and that all states signed up to that system. Oh, there you go. Didn't know that. Uh, these new facts show that commentators who have been demanding more gun laws are misguided and opportunities operators who have little regard for the facts of the evidence. Uh, though, he said, Uh, Those commentators now have zero credibility on any issues concerning firearms management in Australia and are directly responsible for fueling the conspiracy theories and misinformation to suit their own agendas. To be blunt, everyone needs to sit down, be quiet and let the coroner and police investigations team do their jobs without distraction or commentary from the peanut gallery. It's clear the gun laws had absolutely nothing to do with the William Bella tragedy and yet we're not seeing commentators admit they were wrong about that and retracting their calls for further restrictions." Uh, Mr. Park said, uh, um, if there were... Okay. Um, Mr. Parks said, every time there was a high profile shooting in Australia, there were knee calls to restrict the country's already onerous laws or otherwise punish the more than 1 million legal gun owners who had done nothing wrong. Uh, we felt it important to be reasonable, calm and respectable, uh, respectful over this incident, but law-abiding shooters, licensed shooters, will not be made the scapegoats for a police scrub, he said. There are very, very serious questions that need to be answered by the Police Intelligence Agency here, and it is critical they are not allowed to deflect any of the heat away from their failings. If there were failures of procedure or policy in the way QPS handled the matter, those responsible must be held to account. But law-abiding shooters will not be standing quietly by and submissively weathering flack while that happens. Now, this is fairly decent language there by uh, Shooters Union, uh, and yet... Oh, oh, sorry, I, an ACIC uh, media release has disappeared. Um, I might see if it can be found somewhere else. Um, so, yeah, I mean, you know, the SSA has sent nothing out. Um, National Shooters Council, I don't think they've sent anything out uh, for that one. So, you know, why are we paying money to... These organisations, when they do stuff all. Um, Okay, the last thing from uh, the National Shooters Council, who I suppose are pretending that they're better than everyone else, was the 9th of December. Um, Anything else there? Recent posts. Yeah, 9th of December was the last one. Uh, What's on their Twitter account? Last tweet was from 20th of December, which was just something about um, a WA um, action, so election. So it's, um, yeah, these people, we we need better representation. And, um, you know, the NSC uh, has a crack at the SSAA all the time. Uh, because they're saying, oh, they're only interested in hunters and dock shooters. Well, you know, here's your chance to step up and show that you're better than the Double A, and yet you're doing stuff all. Um, So do you really care about shooters either or are you just there pretending that, hey, you know, you you care about us so we'll go and give you 80 bucks a year or whatever it is just to become a member? Um, Yeah, so uh, I think these are absolutely freaking woeful. Um, Now what's really got up my goat about. That one was 7 o'clock last night, according to the Herald Sun. Uh, there's an article titled, Push to create register for locations of firearms. Gun safety experts say Victorians will be surprised at how many firearms are being secretly housed by their neighbours and now it's time to end the secrecy. So this dipshit, um, who is it? Australian Gun Safety Alliance. Um... According to the Gun Safety Licence, blah, 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 blah. Um, Here we go. Um, Gun Control Australia Vice President Roland Brown said it was nonsense for state governments not to provide publicly localised data. Suburb by suburb, postcode data is crucial for community information, he said. That's Public Health 101. To inform the public about a risk to the community, firearms are a significant public health issue. Mr Brown said, communities across the state have the right to know where licensed gun owners are living, as well as the type of firearms they are keeping. Large numbers of guns are held in Australia for recreational shooting. But if we start to see this in urban areas, it becomes a matter of great concern in raising questions about the safety of our communities. Well... Actually, I stand by. I stand by that. Um, I, I stand by the, the the comment. Roland Brand is a dipshit. Um, why? Why is it a public health issue? I think that the, um, you know, government cutting a pen, you know, healthy bits of boys and girls is a far greater public health issue than how many things that go bang that I have. Um, and, you know, I, you can't convince me otherwise that an inanimate object sitting in a locked steel box is a public health issue when we have dipshits in government that are advocating for children to go on chemical castration drugs, uh, have their bits chopped off And to be told that they are whatever that they want to be. And, you know, that's not a public health issue. Um, So, yeah, I mean, this is the thing. I mean, where's the SSAA Victoria opposing this? Where's the National Security, uh, National Security, National Shooters Council pushing back against this crap? Um, And what does that do? Okay, so let's say we, we publish a thing. Let's say, hey, you know, Bandura, there's. 27 people that own firearms in Bandura, and on average, they have 10 each. Whoop-de-doo, what does that mean? What does that actually do? <gasps> oh, no, there's one person that's got two fires, a shotgun, and one center fire. <gasps> what does that mean to anyone? Oh, no, there's a person there that's got this, this, and this. What does that mean to anyone? It means nothing. It's just more ammunition for these dipshits to turn around and, and pardon the pun there, Uh, for these dipshits to turn around and say, well, you know what, this is why we need to do this. We need to tighten down this. We need to restrict this because why does that person need so many things? Why does that person need that? Why does that person need that? Well, mate, let's go and have a look in your cutlery drawer. How many knives do you have in your cutlery drawer? You know, why? How many hammers do you – actually, no, these people probably don't do things themselves. Um, How many spanners do you have? How many sockets do you have? I mean, why not just use, you know, a shifter? shifter will cover most most nuts yes it may be a little bit hard getting in places where a socket will be but hey you know what if you can give us a genuine reason for those sockets we'll let you do that we'll let you have that socket so i mean but why they and this is the same with shooting. they do different things and all that sort of stuff um and, and yeah so anyway won't get onto that one now going back to what i was saying is that i mean if we have a look at the road stats on average, that kills Australian a thousand Australians a year. Um, you know they they're killed through the use of motor vehicles, and yet I can buy whatever motor vehicle I want. No, no questions, no ifs, buts, maybes, or anything. I can go and buy, um, you know, I can buy a Lamborghini or I can buy a Bugatti Veyron that goes like three hundred k's an hour. Or I, no, no one says a word, and yet according to the government, one of the fatal five is excessive speed. There's speed cameras everywhere to stop us speeding. And yet they don't care about the vehicle that I drive and the top speed it is and everything like that. So, yeah, just shows you how screwed up their thing is. And anyway, actually going back to this, let's say talking generally talking about public health issues. Okay, we're going to talk about public health issues. I'm more than happy to have information published as long as you publish every bit of information that is a serious concern to public health and i'm talking about every single freaking disease that people have every illness that people have everything that they have um, let's you know who's who's suffering from obesity who's suffering from high blood pressure who's at, at, you know risk from a heart attack let's just put all that information out there and if you're putting all that information out there and someone's going to come knocking on my door because you've said that you know I've got something in my house, then you better give me the ability to stop those people from coming in. Otherwise, things are going to be looking bad all over the place and that's what this is to do. This is going to be for um, criminals and all that sort of stuff who want to target these areas and they will say, you know, find that. And, And more often than not, it's not hard to find the people who are shooters. Um, there's just little things that they do whether there's a sticker on the back of their car or something like that or it's a ute or, or whatever there's there's ways. Um, I'm very cautious of that um, no stickers anywhere I don't even you know don't even have any um, service stickers on my car and peel all them off I don't like stickers on the car bumper stickers and all that sort of shit um, but this is the thing you know there's that um, now going back to it, I think that shooters are overregulated. Um, all the crap that we have to go through—I have to go through, uh, do a test, then I have to go through and have someone provide all, you know, provide all this information. Then I have to have someone that's known me for more than twelve months, or a particular group of people, certify that information as being true and correct, and then I have to apply. And then I, uh, you know, the the um. Local police force decides whether I can or I can't have one so they approve the license and then after that every time I want to buy something I have to go and ask permission to buy it and you know what, I think that that's absolutely disgusting um, for that. Now it's also actually does bring me to that while we're still talking about that, um, there's claims that uh, liberal democrats are libertarians and all that sort of bullshit and I'm those who've listened to this podcast before and uh, follow me on Twitter and all that sort of stuff, you know I don't like the Liberal Democrats. I think that they're actually um, more, particularly in Victoria, uh, they're more likely to be socialist than they are of libertarians um, for that and um, just because you're opposed to government overreach doesn't mean to say that you're pro-liberty. If anything, I'd say that they're classical liberal, which I think is – probably borderline socialists these days anyway. Now, I's uh, Union, going back to them, uh, when was that? Three weeks ago as well, uh, put out a little bit of a post uh, saying that um, their WA state advocate, Steve Harrison, uh, has been intr- instrumental in helping the Liberal Democratic Party of WA uh, draft an explicitly programmed pro-shooter policy statement. This policy is understood to be the first and only one of its kind adopted by a political party in WA. And we understand is now being used as a template by branches in some other states as well. Um, having a look at that, I think that's a load of crap. Um LDP wholeheartedly believes that licensed law-abiding shooters are not criminals in waiting or a potential public safety threat. Agree with that. They stand as vetted, approved law-abiding firearms owners. Agree with that. Um, Point two. The LDP believes in protecting the privacy and integrity of the firearms registry by outlawing access to the registry's data for any reason except as required for law enforcement activities. Um, Get rid of it because you're supposed to be libertarians. So why not oppose it? Because it, it's... Registries are, um, are not known for their um, being up to date and things like that. So why have it? RDP um, uh, believes firearms legislation must be developed with genuine consultation and involvement of a cross-section of the shooting community. You can consult with them as much as you want. Uh, And you can still turn around and say, this is what we're doing. So I think that the um, consultation involvement is a load of shit. That's just um, words that the government will adopt to turn around and say, hey, look, we consulted you for six months, but we still did what we wanted, so big deal. Um, So I I think that that's pointless. Um, Now, the bit that really... um, was concerning for me and um shows uh believes hunters target shooters collectors volunteer pest controllers and primary producers alike should have access to category a b c and h firearms as a matter of course category d firearms should be made available to applicants who demonstrate a genuine need e.g for vertebrae pest animal control or internationally slash nationally recognized competition um why why why, why should I show a genuine need? Uh, I'm, if I'm a law-abiding firearms owner, that should be enough that I'm a member of a a club. Um, category Ds are normally uh, semi-auto center fires. Um, category A's are um, rim fires and shotguns. Category B's are lever actions, bolt action center fires, um, under 10 round magazine. Um lever action shotguns are Cs, um, semi auto shotguns are C's and, and all that sort of stuff. So um H is obviously for handguns. Um for that one. So but but why? Well you know, internationally, nationally recognized competition. Well, that just means that if I want to have and why can't I have one? Let's say I want to go and, and buy a, um, you know, Warwick Arms, um, what is it, um, WFA2 or whatever they call it, you know, an Australian-made semi automatic rifle. Um, so I have to be part of a club for that and then because you've said it's part of a club and you've agreed, then, hey, that means I have to compete in X amount of comp, you know, comps a year and all that sort of shit. And with the price of ammunition going through the roof, and with police registries, the way licensing the way that they are, it's big deal, mate. Tough, like it or lump it. Um, There's that. So, yeah. Honestly, and I'm, you know, there's there's so much false, and I don't want people to think that I'm being negative all the time. But but this is what you need to wake up to and understand. That These parties are not here for our liberty. They are not here to, um, you know, to, to genuinely advocate for liberty. They are not anything like that. They are not our friend. These political parties are here to get into parliament. Then once they're into parliament, they don't give a whoopty about us. We've seen that with the Liberal Democrats over the last couple of years. Um, You know what? And I've said it a number of times and I'll I'll keep saying it and I'm still waiting on um, to hear back. Actually, I haven't contacted him yet, uh, the state president. I'll try and get him on a podcast in the next week or so Um, and and really, you know, take him to task for it, uh, that they've pushed nothing for decentralisation. And remember David Limbrick's position going into the election was for the legalisation of cannabis and we know why now Having a look at the election result because their polling that they did based on the federal election results was that they knew that they were going to get hammered by those who wanted to support the legalisation of cannabis. So they turned around and said, yep, you know what, we'll put it as a policy and Limbrick got in on that one and he's just a career politician Um, and, and all that sort of stuff. So you know, let's, let's make it clear, these people are not going to save us, the only thing that's going to save us is us individually voting in independence, now, you know, I doubled con- contemplated joining political parties, uh, it was going to be the Ausfed, um, because they had the um, loosest reins, um, or, or the, mo- the most amount on the leash, you were still on a leash there, but hey, Um, that was it. But, you know, this is the thing. The Liberal Democrats aren't going to save us. The Liberal Democrats are not going to improve liberty in this state. The only thing that is going to do that is if each one of us turns around and says no to all the political parties. Now, all those people have turned around and said that the election result was watered down because the freedom-friendly parties um, split the vote by voting for X, Y, Z and, you know, Freedom Party Victoria and whatever other groups that there are, you know what, blow it out your kyber. I think that the Liberal Democrats, um, I would have liked to have seen them, um, Limbrick lose his um, seat as well. Um, out of the ones that I've spoken to, I think Maya Tessa was the one who I think that should have got in um, because uh, her views, she seemed to have a, a more of a genuine libertarian view of things. Uh, and was open to discussion and, and everything like that. Um, so we'll wait and see. But anyway, um hope to get her on a um, podcast in the future too. Uh, so, yeah, but, you know, this is the thing. It, it's We've got to wake up and stop thinking that a political party is going to save us. Um, Liberal Democrats aren't there. Um, the only thing that's going to save us is all of us getting together in a community, turning around and saying, yep, this is what our community is going to do. This is how we're going to do it and having that grassroots campaign to put pressure on whoever it is in the lower house, make if you're in a safe Labor seat or a safe Liberal seat, make it a marginal seat. Make it a swing seat. Just push them that they don't get the majority of the vote. Make them work for their vote. may take you a couple of election cycles to do it, but, mate, we've got to keep the pressure on um we we we've got to keep it on these people we've got to turn around and say no you know what you failed us and now going back to the LDP why did they go to parliament why did they go to the election with that um and, and all that sort of stuff and i mean yeah anyway, i'll I'll save that rant for when i get to um talk to this guy <laughs> completely forgotten his name now but anyway um so yeah it, it's um yeah, I don't believe um, that that you know they will be there to support us. I mean, um, there, there's too much wiggle room in this policy um, to come out and have it turn around and and, and bite shooters on the ass um, for that one. So, um, what else is there? Um, okay, found that press release. Um, Australia's Firearms Information Network. Uh, The ACIC, National Firearms Identification Database, is a reference tool that helps Australian police identify and record firearms in a consistent way. The NFID is used to identify and characterize a firearm using details such as make, model, chambering and capacity. Um, NFID is a reference tool, registration, importation, transfer of ownership, movement across state and territory borders. Um... Went live in August of 2021, each listed firearm has a unique NFID number which then can be entered into the Australian Firearms Information Network to ensure the details of the firearms are accurate. All police jurisdictions, including the Federal Police, are integrated with AFIN by 2021. So there you go, there is a national system already there um AFIN produces uh provides firearm information through system to system integration this allows national access to detailed historical and cross-jurisdictional firearms information to improve safety so anyone that says that there's no, not a national registry is full of shit um so there you go there I'll include links to all these obviously in the show notes um what else um I don't know there was a whole lot of other stuff that I was going to rant about um but I, th- I think, yeah, this is the thing. We're, we're, we've got to stop relying on these uh, organisations who are, who their existence is only there because we are legislated to be part of them. Um, they will not work for our membership dollar because they know we're going to have to join them. Like the SSAA... People, know they know people are going to join it because they're the cheapest and it gives you access to um, Little River and, and Spring Violet, like if you're in Rotorin, I think there's a couple other ones around the place um, for that. So people are going to join, the, you know, that one, National Shooters Council. Um, supposedly there's a um, genuine reason if you're hunting uh, and all that sort of crap. So, um, yeah, it's... It's that, I mean, we need to turn around. We need to put pressure on these people. We need to just say, no, that's enough. And, I mean, okay, Limbrick's back in Parliament, February. Let's see how many um, private members' bills he puts forward in this term uh, to decentralise anything um, and, and all that sort of stuff. And let's see what he spends his time talking about. Is he... Going to spend his time pushing for the legalization of cannabis, or is he going to actually spend his time talking about the decentralization of, of government authority and and the, the uh, reinstatement of liberty to Victorians that have lost it over the last couple of years? Um, now, what is there on 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 that? Um, I don't know what else serious to say. And um, one thing I do want to say too is that I this this first bit, I had tried tried to record it over the last couple of days, and every time I recorded it, um I got really annoyed and and just got that worked up. And I won't say angry or anything like that. It was more about that. I was just very disappointed and um, a lot more animated. About my opposition to the or my um, claim of the incompetence of uh, these people who are supposed to represent us, and when I've listened to them, I've thought, no, I, I can't publish that. Now you know I've got to be ranty on that one, but I, I think that this is, um, you know, fairly, fairly tame by my standards, um, and all that sort of stuff. So I mean, people that know. Have listened to the podcast for all. know I'm an anarchist. Um, I think that we should just get rid of the government altogether. Um, let people, you know, decide what they want to do and let the free market. I'm not talking about capitalism because we don't live in a um, we don't live in a free market society. We live in a capitalistic society, which is is essentially or, or very close to a fascistic society. Because as I've said before, hang on, let me have a drink here. that the government controls everything. So government and private enterprise are controlling what I do, what I can buy, and everything like that. It's not the free market. So um, you know, I'm a, I'm a firearms owner. I want to go and buy something. I want to go and buy a... Let's say I want to go and buy ammunition because I want to go shooting on the weekend. So I have to go to my local licensed dealer and I have to show my bit of plastic because that's a requirement that they have to see that I'm still licensed to buy that ammunition oh but that's good because that keeps the public safe well really I mean I, I am yeah. don't get me started on that one because I think that's all just a lot of bullshit um but anyway so yeah uh I think licensing should be done by or controlled by the groups uh that um you know, if it has, if we have to have licenses, let them be controlled locally by the groups. That way, you can decide what group you want to join. Um, and mm. if you don't want to join a group to get licensed, well, I think that should be your your, your ability or your right not to have one. So, I mean, you know, licensing doesn't stop people getting shot. Um, all it does is restrict those who want to abide by the rules. Um, and all that, and we've seen that, and Victoria Police will tell you that, otherwise they wouldn't need firearm prohibition orders, uh, which are there to um, circumvent civil liberties that designated people have uh, for that one, so don't tell me that licensing, you know, is is there to keep the community safe. If it was, they wouldn't need the FPOs and all that sort of stuff, so let's just... Get away with that, with, you know. Get off that little freaking train there. Um, oh, that's yeah, there. Is one other thing that I wanted to have a quick rant about tonight. Now, um, for a while, I've been practicing stoicism. Um, had a vegan stoic podcast um, for a while. There, sort of stopped it over the last couple of years, but um, that's being recreated this year uh, and going to be going back into it uh, because I think that that's something that. Uh, we should be looking at and and looking into more um uh, a philosophy that has helped me over the last couple of years and all that sort of stuff as well now um I have concerns that it's the the philosophy has been corrupted by a um couple of the big people you know you have a look at it, the the main names of of it today uh, donald robertson robertson massimo pugilucci. Uh, and Ryan Holiday. Now, if Ryan Holiday is just a marketer while he's classed as a philosopher. I've got no idea. Um, had concerns about him when he started becoming popular because he was a marketer. Um, and his whole thing at the start of this Wu Flu pandemic was about going along and saying it's your civic duty to diaper up and all that sort of stuff. Um, did have concerns with me. Uh, um, about that, now I was listening to one of his podcasts, uh, the, the Daily Stoic podcast uh, the other day and he did sort of mention his little bit about the woo flu uh, and, and all that sort of stuff and basically support. Now what's really concerned me about it is that he's uh, interviewing Peter Singer. Now this is an old episode I think from mid-December. Uh, mid mid mid-December. I haven't listened to it yet yet. I uh, hope to listen to it over the next day or two, uh, and we'll maybe have my thoughts on that one. But I, Peter Singer is a dangerous person. He's he's someone that people should not be paying any sort of consideration to. Um, he's he, you know, he, he wears that whole the most dangerous person thing. He wears that as as a, a as a badge of honour, um, and. I think he's dangerous because of, of the bad ideas. Now, he's a utilitarian, so basically the whole, the, the, the Reader's Digest version of utilitarianism is that the needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few. So, you know, if if you have to kill, you know, 20 people to save, you know, 200 people, well, then that's justified. Um, so for that one, uh, you know, he advocates um, experimenting on um, babies and, um, you know, killing uh, mentally disabled babies and all that sort of stuff um, has also um, in a way um, condoned bestiality if there's a mutual benefit uh, and and all that sort of stuff. Uh, now what is really concerning about that one is that he's classed or he's tagged as the uh, father of the Animal Liberation Movement by people that have no idea about the book or anything like that now if you if you read the book Animal Liberation, it's more about um you know continuing to use other animals though just treating them better in the process and that's that's the bit that um from someone who's been vegan for like nine thirty years now or a bit over thirty years. Uh, that's the bit that's that's concerning for me is that he's actually still promoting and and even the same animal liberation groups um, throughout Victoria still do the same thing. Um, You know, they want better treatment. You can still use other animals. They just want them treated better. Um, Now, supposedly, Animal Liberation Victoria is a little bit different, though honestly I think they're all as bad as each other. Um, But going back to that, so Peter Singer... um, utilitarian and um, it, it, it's it's one of those things that with the uh, rise in uh, globalism and World Economic Forum and all that sort of stuff, um, utilitarianism is going to be used as the justification for whatever comes in because, you know, it's that, that whole Spock line is that, you know, the needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few. And for Ryan Holiday to even contemplate um, talking to him when um, his views and his utilitarian things, I think, which is is opposed or, or which is is runs in, in extreme conflict to Stoicism, is, is just baffling because um, you know Stoicism is about um, um, basically. Um, you know, justice, uh, equality, moderation and all that sort of stuff. Um, now, as I said, I haven't quite listened to it yet so I'm going to listen to it more and then i have a bit more of a rant about it. So um, that's the thing. It, it gets me on to uh, what I was talking about is that we need to be aware of how things that start with uh, good intentions can be led astray, like Liberal Democrats, for example, um you know, even their name should say that they're not libertarian because they're liberal and democrats. Um, for, for that, now, you may think that, oh, you know, but they're doing a little bit. Well, I don't know. Why should we be su- supporting something that is, is corrupted and isn't going to um, uh, be in line with our our, our values and, and everything like that? So, yeah, it, it, it's just something that, that we do need to be aware of that um, egos and agendas and all that sort of stuff will, will sneak into um, everything that that's said um, using um, Stoicism as, as it was a perfect example there with Ryan Holiday. Um, and, you know, I f- think Donald Robertson's very similar um, from what I understand Massimo's um, An Atheist. Um, tries to um, change the the views or, or the words of um, the the ancient Stoics um, with regards to the gods and and um, things that are above the individual um, so'm I'm, I'm not keen on them um, but why why do we need modern philosophers anyway? Um, why can't we just stick with the teachings of, of the old ones and, and and leave it at that why do we need to modernise it? Um, oh, but you need to get rid the times because Marcus Aurelius didn't know about the internet. Well, I don't know. And, I mean, if you're the most powerful person on the world in the world, um, I think whatever lessons he wrote to himself and whatever things he, he did talk about in meditations, um, that is bound to have some usefulness to us. Um you know, in, in dealing with daily life, yes, he didn't have the internet, but he had a whole lot of other things that are going on uh, and, and all that sort of stuff. Um, so, yeah, I I don't know. I just don't think that it needs to be modernised. Um, so, yeah, but anyway, as I said, I'll have a listen to it and um, I'll, I'll have a bit more of a rant about that later on. So, um, where are we? Fifty-odd minutes. Uh, I think I might end it now. So... Thank you for listening. Um, actually, one thing I did want to talk about before I go is um, might be creating a member section. It'll be free to join and all that sort of stuff, but um, just might want to hide things behind a little bit of a curtain um, or even um, just to give people who've um, signed up the ability to comment on on blog posts and all that sort of stuff. So, um it's part of the plan to get more active on the blog and and update it more and and, and all that sort of stuff. So yeah, all this is coming. So um, when the, when they are when all that is released and and all that comes out, I I will be letting you know. So um, uh, yeah, stay tuned uh, for that stuff. So anyway. Um, on that note, uh, I think I might end it there. So once again, everyone, thank you for listening and uh, I do look forward to having you join me on the next one. So until then, bye for now. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Fifth Estate, the news behind the headlines. Until the next episode of The Fifth Estate releases, we'd love for you to leave a review wherever you go to for quality podcasts. And we will keep holding those in power in check.